Series 3, Episode 1, The Post-Covid Conversations, where we talk about Covid, Putin and uncontrollable hair syndrome. So, has anything happened in the last year? Not really, no. It's been quiet, yeah. Hasn't it? It's been really quiet. Um, let me think. Didn't you hear about some weird looking boy or something? Oh, yeah, I suppose probably the most interesting thing that's happened all year is that there's um, a one year old boy from Georgia, by the way, Georgia in the United States. Not oh, so it's not going to be invaded. No, no, hopefully not. Well, he's well, not going to be. We hope not if he's in the United States. <laughs> well, this lad, he's, as I said, he's only one, but he's got this awful, awful uh, syndrome. It's a rare syndrome, apparently, and it's called uncombable hair syndrome. You get that, don't you? I used to get it. I don't get it anymore. I wish I did. His name's Lachlan, and um, when he was first diagnosed, his mother said she was uh, absolutely distraught. And there's a picture of him here. Do you want to see that? Look. Oh, wow. He's a strange-looking lad, isn't he? They call him the dandelion because his hair, if you could see it, listeners... His hair is like a, a dandelion and it looks like you blow it off and make a wish. Do, do you know, I read a quote by some famous actor and he said, kids are like farts. Your own are great, but other people's are awful. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, the only other thing that happened is my mum came over for Christmas. Oh, yeah. How is she? Well, she came over for Christmas in September and she went back in March just a couple of weeks ago. So she comes over for her six-month Christmas Day. I'm looking forward to a summer stay. Yes, <laughs> fairly soon. So she'll be coming back next week um, and going home just before but, Christmas. But how does she travel? Because she's not a spring chicken anymore, is she? No, she came over by plane. But it's difficult when you're 93. It's bad enough travelling Ryanair when you're about 25. You yeah. know, you've got to fight your way to the front of the queue. When you're 93, it's a bit more tricky. So I took her on the ferry. This is a long trip. So you drove? So I drove That's all the a way. a long way, right? Yeah, it takes me 12 hours to get to where she lives, in a place called Boris, in County Carlo. So you drove all the way there, yep. presumably had a couple of days rest, and yep. then drove back? Yeah. Wow. So how many days was that? I was there for about four days, and the funny thing is, when I set off in the Land Rover on the Monday, I think petrol was around about one... The late 130s. And when I came back, it was the late 150s. Yes. yes. What, what is it now? Well, it's it's a really strange thing because Brent crude, with, with all the stuff that's going on, went up to about $130 a barrel. What was it before? It was about 89, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, 80, so. something like that. So, obviously, that's when the petrol rises came in, when you were over in Ireland. Yeah. But this last week, on Thursday, it dropped about 30%. And this morning, mm. it's 108 But I'm waiting for the price to drop at the pump. I was going to say, they dropped the pump price. They haven't no, no. So they would argue that they haven't got time to drop the pump price. Yeah. But they've got plenty of time when the price of crude oil goes up. They slap price increase on the petrol straight away. Oh, it makes me sick. So you were over in Ireland. I was. Did you see any Russian destroyers? Uh, no, because they'd all been frightened off by the Irish fishing trawlers. Did you Isn't that story? fabulous? Tell us the story, Russell. Well, apparently the Russians were conducting some sort of naval exercise somewhere near Bantry Bay. And the Irish didn't like it, particularly the fishermen, because obviously they were stopping them catching any fish. So they started running circles around the Russian These Navy. These big Russian destroyers. Yeah. 
And there was only four of them. They, apparently the Russians just pulled out. They Brilliant. Absolutely. So you're telling us that one of the biggest, most modern navies in the world was seen off by four Irish fishing boats. Yeah, they should send them to the Baltic. They should do. Yeah. They should do. Uh, yeah, good, good on you. Good on you, lads. There is one other big thing that happened apart from the, this little lad with uncombable hair syndrome. And apart from COVID. Right. We've got a war going on. Did you know that? Yeah, isn't it your buddy that looks like you? Yeah, that's right. By the way, I'm not saying anything bad about him at all. Cause it's just in case. Yeah, because he's got loads of nervous shock, apparently, and he knows yes. where I live. Yes. Oh, I've got to be quite careful. But I've got some tips for our listener. Okay. <laughs> our tips for our listener is this. Obviously, the price of gas is going up. Yeah. It's doubled, um, hasn't it, or something? It's doubled, yeah. So my tip is go out to your DIY stores and buy as many of these little picnic colour gas right. cans that you can. And bring them back, stick them in your garage, try and fill your garage full of them, because they'll be worth a fortune one day. They will do. And also, if you're worried about heating food and stuff, yeah, I happen to know that in, I think it's Black's or one of those camping places, they've got camper's meals in a tin, yeah. which you pull the top yeah. and it heats up. Is that magic? Sounds magic to me, but I've seen them there. Well, to our listener then, buy some of those. Buy some of those. Definitely. Um, go and fill all your petrol cans full of petrol, because that's going up as well. Take cash out of the back, because when the nuclear war hits, this is what will happen. Putin will go into somewhere like Poland, and then NATO will respond by having a meeting. Yeah. They'll have a meeting and think, oh, we didn't really think that was going to happen. Yeah, but also the, the British troops won't be able to join in. Because they won't have finished their diversity training. Yes, that's, that's right. That, that, they'll be using the wrong pronouns, so they can't go in a fight. That's right. So it'll take In case a they while. upset the Russian yeah, changelings. The, the Russians don't care about this. That's, that's the big advantage they've yeah, got. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do, we right. do. So there you go. We've got to be really careful. So what will happen is there'll be a big meeting of NATO when they are trying to figure out what to do, even though they should know what to do by now. Now, in that window of opportunity we've got, we know there's going to be a nuclear war. It's only just a matter of time. Now, our governments don't know that because they're still debating it. But what I'm going to do is book a ferry, stand line ferry. To Ireland. Go straight up to Ireland, go and stay with my mum for Christmas. Starting in March. Well, you know, yes. Well, if Putin puts off his invasion of the Baltic states and the others around there, Poland, Hungary, all yeah. those old Russian enclaves, if he puts that off till April, mm. France won't be able to join in because they've got a general election, haven't they? And End of Hit April. Hitler's birthday, I think. And yeah. Hitler's birthday. And what? Stalin's birthday. And Shakespeare's birthday. What, what a day to invade on Stalin's birthday. Yeah. You might do that. It'd be poetic, wouldn't it? It would be a bit scary, I have to say. Do you think I look like him, by the way? I do. Mm. I do, I do. Well, the other thing to do is dig a shelter. You were saying that some guy in America's got some... Yeah, apparently, according to the paper, some guy in America has bought up this old decommissioned airfield. And, of course, it's got bunkers underground. And he's converted these bunkers into a luxury hotel. Are there any windows? No, you don't have windows, do you? But it's no. got everything in there. It's got, like, palm trees and fountains yeah. and stuff like this. Is it all-inclusive? All luxury flats. Oh. And to buy these is a mere $1.5 million each. Isn't no, that great? No views underground, yeah. underneath. And it, that is fantastic, actually. If I had to spare $1.5 million, quid, I might 
seriously think well, about it. Well, don't we know someone that's dug a big hole in his garden? <laughs> yeah, but... We yeah. can't really talk about no, that. Okay. No, we won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what we can talk about, though. My son is working from home. So he got this job about a year ago, and they said to him, you can work from home. And he thought, that's really cool. Now they're bringing everyone back into the office. So all of that money they thought they were saving when they didn't have to commute backwards and forwards into London, now the, the companies are pulling them all back. But the ones that aren't, I was just looking at this article, and it's... um. Apparently, is that you? Yeah, that's my uh, brain fatigue monitor gone off. <laughs> but it was your pacemaker. <laughs> is it working? I haven't got any pace. Oh, it's still alive. <laughs> I've turned it off now. I think it was Buster trying to phone me. Oh, OK. Well, Buster's dead. He's got a cone on his head. Yeah, yeah um, well, apparently there's a product called Apris Retail, and it boasts of, I'm reading here, it says, using machine learning methods to detect employee deviance the good thing they didn't have that when we were working <laughs> what deviant activity do you think you'd be up to when you're sitting at your desk maybe i mean the tv on yeah making c- loads of cups of coffee uh, mowing the lawn yeah well if that's as deviant as you were getting uh, there's another one called remote desk which aims to help managers create an office-like environment through continuous <laughs> webcam monitoring to secure employee identity and ensure productivity. So whilst you're working... Well, it's interesting you say that because I've been watching this film yeah. about activities of the FBI. Not Mine Hunter. <laughs> no, it's not Mine Hunter. Oh, right. It's called Designated Survivor. But in it, the FBI techie bods, because everybody's got their laptops, and obviously in your laptop you've got a little little camera thing haven't you exactly yeah and the fbi in this series they hack into this so that when you think it's switched off if you've got your laptop left on your desk yeah it's actually recording you yeah so they can monitor you now isn't that scary i mean you could have the house cleaner in there could be a bit of hanky panky yeah but you've told you know that you've (laughs) you've told your boss that you're working hard but he hacks into this and he finds that you've got the neighbours around playing poker, you're having a boozy session. Does that come under employee deviance? I think so. <laughs> I think so. But, of course, a lot of people yeah. haven't actually gone back to work. They've just decided with the lockdown they were doing other stuff from home and they've just changed their jobs, haven't they? The world's changed. And talking about jobs, when you were at work all those years ago... Right. And you really cocked up... Yeah, and you cocked up big time. Did you get a bonus? No. Did you not? No, I got a kick in the bum. Well, these days you get a bonus. I mean, Gavin Williamson's the big one. You remember, he's the Defence Secretary, and he, he presided over a time when there were these unprecedented leaks of national security. And then he was the Education Secretary. We cocked everything up. And he's been awarded a knighthood. Well, I hope it fits him. <laughs> So's this Russian chap. The yeah. MI6 are worried about it. He's been awarded a, a knighthood. Lebedevnov or something. That's part of the Lebedevnov process, isn't it? Boris yes. is trying to get country. Yeah. Lebedevnov process. Yeah, but MI6 apparently yeah. were quite worried about it, but then Boris said, no, don't worry. Well, his dad was a KGB agent. Yeah. Yeah. If my Fabulous. dad was a KGB agent, he would have taught me stuff. Like how to squirt noxious substances onto door handles yeah. and jab people with hat pins on the London Underground. Well, you, you've got to be really careful because, like I said, 
I, I want it to be known on this podcast that I think Vladimir Putin is a really cool guy. Um, one, obviously, because he is a cool guy. And right. if anyone's ever heard him sing Blueberry Hill yes. on YouTube. I think that's awesome. I have watched that. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. He should have gone in for something like The Voice. He would have won it in Russia, wouldn't he? Well, he's still got a chance because apparently Russia has been kicked out of the Eurovision Song Contest <laughs> in May. Now, when he conquers the whole of Europe, he can just say, right, now we are having Eurovision again. I'm going to sing Blueberry Hill. Do you know, that would be fantastic. I'd vote for him, definitely. <laughs> I would. No <laughs> <Yeah>. fear. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, over here, these oligarchs can get away with all sorts of costs. So, um, over in France, there's a guy called Nicolas Tenza. He's a writer. And he said RT, you might remember RT, the... Um, the media outlet was basically full of useless idiots and I think he lost the case but he had to pay 8,400 quid we're over here apparently the National Crime Agency took a, a case out against this oligarch I think it was a Kazakh family but anyway they won and they wiped out practically all the National Crime Agency's budget and now they can't track down any money laundering because they've got no money left that's terrible isn't it it's, they're pretty litigious yeah but the other thing that I find amazing is there's a load of, as well as Putin saying, this isn't a war, this is a special military operation. This is not a war, I tell you that. Special military operation. There's a load of people, yeah. conspiracy theorists, actually denying that the war is happening. And they've been posting stuff on YouTube. And one of the things they posted is this street scene of this shambolic buildings. Yeah. With people running, screaming, I and then you, and then you see this chap go out and shout "cut," and they're all actors. <laughs> and people have posted this on YouTube, claiming this is what's happening in Ukraine. But the truth has come out. It's actually taken from a 2013 film called Invasion Planet Earth, which was shot. Get this in Victoria Square in Birmingham. <laughs> It's the only place they could find that looks shambolic enough. I think I've seen that film. It's great. Yeah, I definitely And there's it. another one. There's a there's a myth, to be fair, from the other side, Mr. Putin, just so we're balanced. Yeah. There's a myth in Ukraine. Have you heard this about this guy called the ghost fighter? The ghost pilot? No. And there's this, apparently there's this Ukrainian guy that he's single-handedly in his old-fashioned MiG-29 jet plane He's shooting down Russian planes, shooting up convoy. One guy, the ghost fighter, they called him, and he's become a big national hero, and nobody knows who he is. That's fun. Do you know what that reminds me of? Do you remember when Harold had to go up to York to fight the Vikings, keep them away? Yeah. And there was that one bridge, the Battle yeah. of Stamford Bridge, and there was apparently one berserker-type guy on there that held them back for hours and hours and hours. Fabulous. It's like, talking about ghosts, forgive the segue, but there's a six-foot man goat that's been spotted in rural oh. Northamptonshire. Yes, I heard about this. Yeah. Have you seen him? Well, I've been to... I used to live in Northamptonshire, and I think I... Staverton is. I think I met his sister in a disco. 